I'm Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Hanging with Team Kanan. Welcome back to Hanging with Team Kanan, where your favorite Rebels get together to talk all things Star Wars Rebels and much, much more. I am Jonah Marie Macias, and with me is Maul's best friend and mine, co-host Jeremy Conrad. How are you, Jeremy? Get over! <laughs> Dude, when I heard that, my ears felt like they were bleeding. <laughs> I, I got this, like frown on my face and a tear in my eye and i was like no <laughs> that was an intense little teaser to yes, it was. to this upcoming episode twin sons and he's like it's like wandering the deserts of tatooine and just like he's like ah just i want to help him no you don't <laughs> You don't, and I'm waving my hand like a Jedi mind trick at you, Jeremy. You don't want to help him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're not going to be talking about that episode yet, because we're going to be talking about Double Agent Droid. We're going to be talking about some some other episode. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, you know, he came on, the call started, and that was one of the first things he said, that this episode wasn't all that great. I'm like, come on, Jeremy. It was okay. It was... I love me some AP5, but at the same time, it was like so many things in this episode. It would happen. And it, by the end of the episode, when Hera tried her, I'm going to send an electrical current through Chopper to another ship so far away, that makes no sense. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> I was confused by that, too. <laughs> it was like, with that, I'm like, this makes zero sense but okay whatever <laughs> well, well well let's kick it off with the fact that wedge is in this episode so it, it was great to see wedge again because again i'm not f- all that familiar with that character so it, i like having to see him more on the show because of the fact that you know sabine's not here so she can't do it and ezra couldn't do it obviously because people will recognize him or he'll he'll mess up very quickly (laughs) it's interesting to me that we lost sabine and in the last two episodes we've had like a replacement but still no kanan no kanan where is this guy it's a mystery i mean i get that you like you said you have said in the past his journey is now kind of not complete but like where does it go now and I, I get that they're trying to focus on other characters and everything, but, like, why not have Ezra not be there and have Kane in there? Or why not have Kane in there instead of Zeb? Like, I'm not saying replace Hera because we have already not had a lot of Hera this year. Right. But, like, 
why is Kanan not around all of a sudden? It's very odd to me. And you're right. You know, why, why we should just leave Ezra out of the picture. To be honest, we can't leave Ezra out of the picture because a lot of people ignore the fact that he is the focus character. That was one of the first things that they said about the series way back when it first started. He is the character that will be seeing all these events through his eyes, essentially, or from his perspective. And so he has to be there. That's true, but then even like in the Clone Wars, the focus character was Ahsoka, and then you had Anakin and Obi-Wan, and there was whole arcs without any of them. Well, Ahsoka was just like this new character, but we weren't... I don't think their initial idea was that we will see the Clone Wars through her. It was just telling the overall story. She just happened to be part of it. Yeah, so, I guess so. So for, for Ezra, everything that happens in the show is related to him in some way. And he has to comment on it in some way. I, I, I mean, because even the Through Imperial Eyes episode was, quote-unquote, through the lens of Callus, And even then, Ezra was still there. Yeah, Ezra had to be there. Yeah, so... so <laughs> and despite what other You just people, love Ezra too much. <laughs> I, I love yes. Ezra. I love Ezra. I need him to be in everything. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we have Chopper and AP5 and their comedic back and forth thing going on throughout the episode it was i thought it was hilarious always fun like that those parts are fine like ap5 is great like i have no problems whatsoever with that part but then once they take over chopper's body and like they take control of chopper starting there i was like what's happening yeah yeah so i guess it was more like a virus of sorts i get like and why did it i mean Chopper has a very distinct personality, especially for a droid. And for them to, like, hem hem and haw around Chopper acting funny for, like, 10, 15 minutes and AP5 being like, hey, there's something wrong with him. And then being like, no, it felt like I didn't like how dumb it made everybody look. It it did take them a longer time. Like for, for Wedge, I would excuse because he doesn't really know Chopper all that well. Well, no. Yeah. But like Hera should, <laughs> but have, Hera instant- should have picked up on it right away. Yeah. yeah and I, even, I agree. even um, Cho- or Chopper, even Chopper should have known that something was wrong <laughs> with himself. No, um, even Zeb, who finds Chopper annoying and everything, should have right away been like, hey, why are you being like anytime, anytime Chopper is ever nice about anything? They should just assume that something is wrong with him. And Zeb said it. Wedge has said that it was curious, the fact that he was actually being kind. And Zeb said, that's not curious. That's creepy. Like, that, like he knew yeah. right away that, that was something, there was something wrong with that. And, and then they had to go investigate. And that's when all these other things started to happen. And it was already too late by that point. But yeah, you're right. They should have, Hera should have picked up on it right away. She had her suspicion, but she should have acted on it, especially given what AP5 was telling her. Yeah, because Hera's not one to ignore that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. In the past, at least. So that rubbed me the wrong way, and then from there, because I was thinking about that, watching the episode, it just it colored everything else for like bad for me in the episode. Like there was no coming back from that. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, and, and then we and then we got our first ever bathroom scene in Star Wars, which apparently is like. A huge deal because that's all I see people talking. I know, right? About. That's the only thing people. I love Pablo Hidalgo has sent out a tweet, <laughs> and, he, 
people talking about bathrooms and then me, you know, in the Caribbean. And it's just him, like, you can see the Caribbean in the background of him just <laughs> thinking there. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, man, I, I should have remembered this was the bathroom episode. I know, right? And I don't understand people. Like, why is that something that would cause conversation all of a sudden? It's just, I mean, I got excited. I was just like, finally, a restroom. You know, we finally see a refresher. <laughs> And, and you know these these characters obviously don't pee into the nothing. <laughs> I mean, maybe they do. They, they have to relieve themselves in some way. <laughs> I will now, from now on, refer to the bathroom as the refresher as well. Yeah. <laughs> or or I think some like in some fan fiction I've read and even I've used it where I just say fresher with an apostrophe before it, you know, like the like a nickname for it. Oh, I'll, I'll be heading to the fresher. <laughs> That's going to be like all the rage at celebration next month. I know, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hit the fresher. You want to come? Yeah. <laughs> and another thing about the episode where the listeners, these these group of Lobot-like, SIBO-like uh, characters with their headgear working as surveillance. Yeah, I wish they would come up with a little bit more realistic numbers for their, like, just fake percentages. Like, that's one of my pet peeves. They're like, oh, there's an 86% chance that this will succeed and a 17% chance that it will fail. Well, no, that's more than 100, so... <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> but it, but it, it's just like what? Why couldn't you have just said, "Oh, there's a sixty percent chance that we're going to succeed and a forty percent chance yeah. we're going to fail." Yeah, that's a and good point. <laughs> I guess it doesn't sound as ominous, but it's like <laughs> it's like no, that doesn't make any sense. But, but that, and then it's like, oh, the rebels are overcoming the odds, and it's like, no, darn. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, my my thing was I picked up on the fact that obviously they weren't going to win this because they didn't include the fact that Chopper has a very unique personality. So that was not a factor in their statistics and that's yeah. what ended up that's what ended up screwing them over. Just the whole plan itself I was like so they're taking control of Chopper, and it was actually smart. And for a minute, I was like, oh, maybe this is how... Maybe they'll get the location of the Chopper base at the same time Tarkin comes up with his... Or Tarkin. <laughs> and, or, um, I you was know, going I do, along with it, too. I was nodding. <laughs> I, I do that constantly. I almost always call Thrawn Tarkin for some reason. I have no idea why I do that. <laughs> But maybe they'll have him come up with it, and he'll they'll be like, "Oh, these these robot guys came up with the location of the rebel base," and Thrawn will be like, "Oh, so did I." Yeah, that it's was here. another thing. I I really wanted Thrawn to be in this episode. I it, it felt very weird that they referenced him, but not at any point did they contact him or at least give him the heads up. And and one of the things they said was uh, the controller. The guy said, "You know, we'll contact them after." And I was just like, man, I really wish they had contacted them at that point. Yeah. Because then Thrawn would be aware that these group of uh, rebels had come in contact with the listenership. And I, I just felt like it all wrapped up in a nice bow at the end. And I, it was just very weird, the fact that the Imperial ship blew up completely. But then Chopper yes. himself didn't suffer any damage whatsoever. No, he came back. <laughs> yeah, he did come back. Very, very Wally like. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. First of all, the fact that it took like 
a half hour for that dingle hopper to turn into that the data port was like that didn't ring i was like no way that wouldn't oh, take the data that long spike. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm calling it a, if you can call a ship a spork then i'm calling that thing a, <laughs> dingle a dingle hopper. Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> i but, love how that was so aerial of you from the little mermaid yeah that was exactly what i was thinking of <laughs> Which, oh, by the way, I got Taco Bell today, and I took a picture to send you. I saw a box of Imperial ships at the Taco Bell drive-thru today. Like actual ships? No, they were sports. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, okay, so AP5 is walking around outside the ship, and he gets blasted off, and he's like, no! <laughs> that the part with him being okay with like being left in the coldest space that was the best part of the episode oh yeah i know a lot of people were not happy with it because of the whole leading into an almost musical number no it was great i loved it that like very underrated comedic moment is when they pick him up in the ship and he just disappears and you hear that thud and it's awesome it's hilarious So he just did not want to go back at all. <laughs> no, but it was great. But okay, so Hera plugs some kind of electrical line into Chopper. It's supposed to send and... some sort of feedback into their channels. Yes, but I don't understand how that would form a giant electrical current that would then cause um, the other ship to explode. Apparently the feedback like overheated the fuel cells and the memory core and that's what caused the electrical current on their end. So are these not sophisticated ships? That, <laughs> that, I mean that that doesn't seem like it's scientifically possible and I know that's like something we don't talk about with Star Wars all the time is is this scientifically possible? Right. Cuz we kind of just put that in the back of our minds like whatever. But like in <laughs> This instance, I was like, "Wait, can that? No, that can't happen, can it? That that can't that that can't be right." And then, like you, then then Chopper taking the brunt of it, and then like not just exploding in about three seconds was a little like, uh, for a split second, I actually didn't think they were going to kill off Chopper. <laughs> I was like, "No, wait, you can't kill Chopper." And that was and that was my issue with the episode. I felt that. I love Chopper. I mean, there's if he had suffered some sort of damage, I would have cried. Everyone would have cried. And I felt like that's what they needed to give us. That was something that needed to happen, like some sort of software damage, at least. Because, you know, even though he's running around on Rogue One, I really like the idea of him having lost some of his personality and him gaining it back over those the course of those two years, or however many years. And that would have really, like made people realize that, oh, look at that. The stakes are really high. Nobody's safe in the, in this show. So yeah. so I really wish that they had taken it that way. And I get it. You know, there there's some there's supposed to be some sort of levity before the big moment towards the very end of the season. But I felt like this was a chance for them to really surprise their audience and really grab them unexpectedly. Yeah, I agree. Like, it'd be funny to think that he, like, loses his personality in this episode, and then when you're watching Rogue One, he's just constantly running around the base going, (laughs) 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 Oh, and he picked up his guns again, Murder Droid Central. It's been a while since we've seen the Murder Droid chopper come out. Right? Yeah, it was very very cool to see him do that. And I just keep remembering back to the original, the first time we saw him do that, and the fact that his 
little arms didn't reach the triggers. So we, yeah. <laughs> everyone was wondering how he was shooting because he couldn't <laughs> reach the triggers. <laughs> oh, Chop. <laughs> Chop has his ways. I mean, he'll, he does. he'll figure it out. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, from a logical standpoint, I didn't enjoy... By the end of the episode, Hera, they made Hera, like, recover from it. But I didn't like the glaring hole of her not real, like, just instantly going, oh, there's something wrong with Chopper, we need to fix him. I didn't like that. Mm, and I didn't like, and a, lot, uh, a few other people have pointed this out, too, was the fact that Hera used her droid as a way to get back at them. It was very odd for me. And I, I remember that was one of the first comments I sent to my friend after having seen the episode. I was just like, I don't think Hera should have done that. She could have damaged Chopper, and yeah. she, but she did it as a way to get back at them. And I just, I, it didn't sit right with me. Like it felt, it felt like she forgot for a second that Chopper was her friend and her droid. And that's the thing. And like, just she saw hasn't him as stated. A... She hasn't said Chopper's my friend, and that's what gets to me. Like, yeah, he's her buddy, and and we get that feeling, especially when she was wanting him to recover, but she never says that he's my friend. He's She's always saying my droid, or, or something to that nature, and it's very property-like. And I get it, you know, droids are considered that in this, in this galaxy, but Anakin was one of the few who actually saw R2 as a friend. Yeah, I think he might have acknowledged him as a friend, too, and said that he's a friend. Whereas Hera, I don't get that. Maybe she's just, maybe it's just her personality and the way that she comes off. But I, I like, I don't get that. I see Chopper being her droid, as in that's her property, and she didn't like them touching her property. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't like any of that. Yeah. That was and my takeaway from it. <laughs> since that was the bulk of the episode, I was just like, yeah, this kind of was sucky. <laughs> Plus, like, halfway through, they showed the trailer with, <laughs> And I was like, ah, I want to watch that one! <laughs> it's interesting because, okay, I was watching the Disney XD stream, and it was weird because I didn't see that trailer. Oh, actually, I did. I did see that one, but it was towards the very beginning of the episode. And then, maybe into the second or third break, they showed the preview for the next, for the season finale. Nobody was talking about it, though. And I, and I, for a second, I thought I made it up in my mind. <laughs> because <laughs> no one was talking about it. I was like, did anyone else see this? <laughs> I, uh... I did not. I want. I DVR'd on PlayStation View, uh, uh-huh. so it's the live broadcast, and they showed the Twin Suns preview. Preview, but they did not show the finale preview. And for some reason, every time I tried to watch the one you taped on Twitter, it kept giving me like I would play like the first two seconds, and then it would get a spinny circle on my phone. So I still Aww. haven't seen it. No. <laughs> what was the part you freaked out about? Spoilers. For anyone who doesn't want to hear it. No, just say it. <laughs> just say it. Okay, Maul's well, alive. No, no, they didn't show Maul. And hopefully he's out of the picture by that, by that <laughs> point. But Ezra went back to Sabine. Oh, what? Yeah, we didn't expect that. No, obviously we did. But I'm guessing that's his unexpected source. And uh, she decides to go and fight and... He's in his spacesuit, and the Mandalorians are fighting beside him. You see General Dodonna, and I think that was pretty much it. I, pre- I think that was all of it. And then at the very end, you can hear me excitedly scream and laugh. 
<laughs> and then you were like, it was all just a dream. It was all just a dream. It's funny because I didn't I didn't catch it the first time with my phone. I, I was too hypnotized by my screen and the fact that I was watching this to, to have recorded it. So I, I waited for the next show, Guardians of the Galaxy, which is cool because Vanessa Marshall does the voice for Gamora. Mm-hmm. And so I was watching it and I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> and then they went to the commercial break and nothing happened. I'm like, okay, man, I, I really don't think they're going to show it. And I'm like, okay, let me stick around one, uh, for another five minutes. So they went to their next commercial break and that's when they showed it. I was like, can't record. <laughs> 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 and I was like, I got it. <laughs> uh, so I was so happy that I got that. Well, that Guardians. makes me happy to hear that the Mandalorians are fighting alongside them. Because if they had Sabine be his secret source and then like just abandon Mandalore after the big deal they made of her staying behind with her people and all that stuff just to come help Ezra out of the pretty mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see Sabine back again, especially because I really have noticed and missed her these past couple episodes. Have you what about Kanan? Oh, oh, yeah, obviously Kanan. I, I miss his his gorgeous um, ponytail for sure. I I wouldn't say that I miss her. I would say like in an episode like this droid one, I noticed she wasn't there. I wouldn't say I missed her, but I think she would have even been like. You know, Chopper, there's something wrong with him. That was terrible, Sabine. <laughs> that was so bad. That was. <laughs> but, like, I, it's not, I don't miss her because she was in, like, every episode before that. And now we she have hair. She was not. She was in, like, every episode before that, Jonah. <laughs> Come on. Okay, for next, well, you know what? No, because I was going to say for next episode, I'm going to go back and count. Which characters made appearances in episode this year? <laughs> but we're gonna have our hands full for the next episode. So uh, it's gonna be fun. Then that'll be our. We'll do our statistics for that episode. <laughs> we can do that after the finale. We can tally up how many episodes Sabine and Ezra were in as compared to Hera and Kanan. Oh yeah, Hera <laughs> will definitely be at the bottom of that chart. Uh, and I would say maybe Zeb. That oh, would come yeah. after, then Chopper, then Sabine, then Kanan, and then Ezra. Yeah, that's probably close. Yeah. I feel like Saw Gerrera's been in more episodes than Zeb this year. <laughs> no, he hasn't. <laughs> They're not really asking Zeb to do much this year. They're not, yeah, and that's disappointing. That, they might be a bad sign for the but finale. But I'm sad because I want to see him and Callus working together again. Well, maybe that's how maybe that's how they die. Maybe uh, they get taken out together. Oh, that'd be sad. I my friend has a theory that Callus would go in and and defend Zeb, and and that's how he maybe takes the blaster bolt for him, and uh, and then that's how he would perish. And I'm like, and, and that made me cry because <laughs> <laughs> that would be very sad. Speaking of being sad and crying, the next episode oh. is Twin Sons. Yay! <laughs> and if you've been listening to this show ever, you'll know that this is going to be a very this is going to be a roller coaster ride for some of us. It's going to be fun. I wish that we could watch this episode together somehow. Maybe we should. We should do some sort of like Skype sort of thing. Maybe. I think we can make it happen. You think so? I thought that'd be fall, man. I don't know. 
<laughs> I think so. Okay, oh, we could do it because we have our phones. <laughs> Technology is with us. On, it's on our side. And and yeah, we can open up the Skype app and we could have it so that you you know, you're looking at me and I'm looking at you and we're both watching the the, the TV screen, our own respective TV screens. That would, okay. Let's we should, we we should figure out the logistics of this and do this. Yes, yeah, so we're going to make it happen. I recommend everyone else do this as well. Find a buddy. <laughs> And and rejoice when Maul dies. No. <laughs> no. You stop that. I know I keep seeing all these people being like, oh, I hope that Maul comes to an end on Saturday. Oh, I hope he dies. Oh, and I'm just like, you're all so mean. <laughs> No, I, I I will feel sorry for you, Jeremy, if he if because I, I I would feel the same way if like a character I like Ezra was just in the situation where he could potentially die. I, I would feel that way too. And it's so bad. It's so rough because I I love Obi Wan so much. If I had to pick one character who's like my absolute favorite, it would probably be Obi Wan. As much as I love Luke, as much as I love Maul, it would be Obi Wan. But I love Maul so much. <laughs> They've done such good work with him, and I'm not. I'm not ready for it to be over. I'm. I'm. Just, I'm not ready. A lot of people aren't, to be honest. I feel like everyone wants him to survive, which is very odd because you think it's at this not point... because they've done so much, such a good <laughs> job creating and fleshing him out as a full fledged character, which they didn't do in the Phantom Menace for. Somebody like Dave and the creative team behind Clone Wars and Rebels to grab a character like that and who meant an end and be like, you know what, what if he didn't, what would that look like? And to flesh him out so well, it just makes it feel like we have so much more to do with him. I get that. But then then you have to think about, okay, if Maul decides that Kenobi is someone that he can't eliminate, what is the next step for him? What is I, his... Honestly, I think it's just prolonging the inevitable. And then if he can't beat Kenobi, he'll just go after the Emperor. Because then he'll just be like, okay, well, if I can't beat Kenobi, then I need to just take over the galaxy or something <laughs> along those lines. And he'll try to go after the Emperor and they'll probably just give us Vader versus Maul, and then Vader will kill him while oh, the Emperor yeah, watches yeah. and goes, and Yeah, I forget we had more, talked about that. <laughs> yeah, that was more Java than the Emperor. <laughs> but like the, that's where I personally kind of see it going. It's so It would be so poetic and all that jazz for Kenobi to kill him on Tatooine and all that stuff. So I, I, at this point, it might be inevitable, but I'll be sad. I'll be sad for you, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully, if he lies there, his head will be in the lap of his Padawan, of his apprentice, Ugh. Ezra, and we will hand him something and say, follow my teachings, Ezra. Uh, <laughs> and Ezra will cry because his master is dead. No, he'll, he'll be crying happy tears. Those will be tears of joy. Are we going to see Ezra and Obi-Wan interact? That's my big question for that the episode. That is something that I really want to find out. Yeah, that's my big question for the episode. As excited as I am for all the other parts. Since we know Ezra is going to be there because why should they have an episode without Ezra on it? <laughs> <laughs> um again he is i know i'm just joking <laughs> but uh like it would be kind of cool to see ezra interact with mr kenobi 
So yeah. that that that's like my biggest question going into it, is how much interaction are we going to get on Tatooine between Ezra and other people we may know? Mm-hmm. And I still stand by what I said earlier in the season. I really, really don't want to see Luke at all. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying they don't want to see Luke. And I don't think they will show us Luke. Uh, I think they're just going to play it safe and just give us just Obi-Wan. And uh, yeah, I'm very curious as to how Ezra comes out of this and uh, what he comes out learning from that experience. So we'll have to wait and see. And I'm excited. <laughs> I Like, this is the most excited I've been for a Rebels episode besides the premiere. Yeah, everyone, everyone's been talking about this episode, even when it, it was weird because they released the preview and the images, the episodic images on Thursday, uh, two days before the airing of Double Agent Droid. And like, everyone forgot about that episode <laughs> and focused on the mall episode. And I found that very weird because they usually drop that information on Monday after the episode has aired. So, yeah, I felt like poor Double Agent Droid got <laughs> forgotten. <laughs> they were like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It might have been someone went on vacation and they had no choice but to release it early rather than later. I think it was just to build more hype. Oh, that too. Yeah, that too. It almost feels like there's a couple of people I've been talking to at the comic shop that watch the show as well. They listen too. Hi, guys. But um, <laughs> it feels like this is the season finale, and there's still another hour-long episode, like the week after, and yeah. everybody kind of forgets that. <laughs> Which they'll, they'll be to... showing that preview that I talked about soon. Yeah. Too. Uh, they should. If somebody at Lucasfilm was smart, they would insert your screaming and crying from your tape video into the end of it. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun! Yeah, get it's, hyped. It's gonna be awesome. And I guess that's it. So to wrap up, what were your final thoughts about this episode, Jeremy? Uh, my final thoughts on this episode were: Hera was mean-ish and it didn't make sense and AP5 was hilarious and next week is Twin Sons and I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) My final thoughts, I want to see a Star Wars musical. Yes! Yes. I think a Star Wars musical episode would be fine. They did a Buffy one. Nobody cared. I know. I know. It's like the best episode. (laughs) Is it? Because I felt like some characters couldn't sing. (laughs) See, that's not always what matters in musicals. Sometimes you just... It's like... I love, 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 love Moana and the rock. Like, like I love the rock more than anything in the universe, maybe. And that, like, no, I'm sorry. You're not welcome. You can't sing, Dwayne. Sorry. <laughs> that was actually a very good song. I don't understand people. It's a good people. song, but I was, like, right well, away, like, I was he like. he sang it really well, I think. It was okay. <laughs> that's, like, that's like saying, well, you know, I've never flown a spork, but if, like, I didn't kill myself while I was flying it, I guess I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> and, yeah, I would love one. I would love a Star Wars musical. Oh, it would be fantastic. I, I, I'm surprised they haven't done that before. I think they have with the with the, the Christmas special that nobody really wants to remember. Oh, I've, I've, I watch it routinely. Do you? Oh, yeah. Why? <laughs> and it's, it's a basket. It's horrible, this. Oh my god, just thinking about it makes me shiver in not a good way. Have you watched the whole thing? I have. I Ooh. have. <laughs> I have. I may or may not have a copy on DVD since we're not supposed to talk about such things. 
<laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where I'm just like, I never want to see it ever again. Burn it. <laughs> what if there was a secret Ezra appearance on it? Oh, that would be cool. I, I, I would see that. <laughs> they should redo the holiday special starring Ezra with That's a bunch of That's what it's blocks. called, the holiday special. I keep calling it Christmas special. <laughs> not even Christmas. It's Wookiee Life Day. That's right! (laughs) Uh, And that's Wookiee with two E's, people. (laughs) So I guess that's it. And, you know, you can find us on Twitter searching for team underscore Kanan. You can also send us an email at contacthwtk at gmail.com And Jeremy, where can listeners find you? You can find me on Twitter at Jeremy Ohio. Hopefully not mourning Mr. Mall all weekend. <laughs> and you can find my writings on bleedingcool.com. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for this episode. <laughs> oh my God. I, can't, I can't even look at you. <laughs> and you can find me as at Blue Jake Eyes on Twitter and the WookieGunner.com. And that's Wookiee with two E's, please. Two E's, please. <laughs> and Trade you Mark. will find my excited posts of what will inevitably happen in, th- in Twin Suns this weekend. So it's going to be fun, people. Be, be prepared for a long episode next week, people. <laughs> oh, yes. Be prepared. <laughs> One way or another. (laughs) Until next time, stay awesome. And I still haven't come up with something for the end of this. Maul's your buddy. Maul's your buddy? (laughs) He's your buddy, not mine. (laughs) (laughs) Every every time. It's perfect. Alrighty then. So that's it, people. (laughs) Until next time. So long. Farewell, Avidas and goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> With two E's. <laughs> <laughs>